You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. The first hour of the Mark K Show starts now. Man, what an, what an exciting show we have planned. And here's the thing. We always have an exciting show planned. Whether or not we're able to execute the plan accordingly is a total. That's always a totally different story. The only time, uh, only time, and you know the uh, Facebook comments will tell. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five is our number. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. By the way, today is whatever you want Wednesday. So whatever you want to talk about, you get to talk about. It. If you want to call in and, and uh, get something off your chest, if you want to leave us an open mic message, you can do that. We're already getting some really crazy kooky open mic messages in, which we love and uh but oh you know what before we do that though before we jump into the phone calls something i want to do and i always love this game it's it's called mark k's secret sound and we have an opportunity to play today mark k's secret sound here's how this works i'm going to play you a sound and then your job is to figure out what that sound is call in and tell us uh, 855-765-1045. If you correctly identify the secret sound, we will rush you out. A Mark K. Show prize pack featuring some uh, incredible Mark K. Show swag. So here today, lady, before we get into whatever you want Wednesday, here is today's Mark K. Show secret sound. Are you ready? All right, here we go. Let me turn the music on. There we go. All right, perfect. Listen carefully and tell us what this is. Here we go. Okay, I was just testing you. Okay, now listen carefully and tell us what this is. Here we go. Okay, what is happening? <laughs> of course, this is, you know what? Remember what I said about planning to have a fantastic show? And then, of course, uh, everything goes straight to crap. Uh, anyway, star 855-765-1045. Here, it's coming. I promise you, it's just we have some audio settings, apparently. And, yeah, you just 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 start the just start the just give me the thing. Okay, here we go. Listen carefully and tell us what this secret sound is. That's it. 855-765-1045. If you can correctly identify uh, Mark K's secret sound today, you get a Mark K show prize. It was a long one today. It's not, it wasn't like a little one. It was a long one. play the whole thing again but that'll just kind of give you uh some idea 855-765-1045 also yesterday uh, we had a uh, we had a very interesting town hall meeting with uh, joe biden who was out in where is he wisconsin or someplace anyway someplace cold which is basically the entire country these days and he was doing his first town hall since taking office as president of the united states he was out there with anderson cooper who was i mean i'll tell you what if you thought if you thought the headlines about playing mario kart were soft 
ballish and uh, and, you know, pandering to President Biden. Wait, man, this, the, the questions and the answers and the setup CNN gave this guy yesterday were uh, I mean, it was so sugary sweet. It was it was really kind of incredible. Also, I noticed Joe Biden spent a lot of time talking about things that either a weren't true or basically debating things that he had previously said or someone in his administration um, had said beforehand. A couple of examples, for example, he he talked about the vaccine because that's always a big question. COVID-19, the vaccine, the vaccine rollout. And he said something which I'm a little shocked Anderson Cooper didn't stop and fact check right away because CNN likes to do that with the live fact checking. He would, you know, CNN would always break in with President Trump and say, wait a minute, what you just said is 100 percent false. Uh, but they didn't do it with with President Joe Biden. What if for whatever reason, Joe Biden was able to get on CNN and just tell a whopper and nobody stopped him. Nobody fact checked him. I looked on Twitter today. The tweet hasn't even been fact checked or or deemed, um, you know, not true by Snopes or one of these other organizations that thinks they know everything. Here's what he said about the vaccine. Listen carefully. When you and I talked last, we talked about it's one thing that the vaccine, which we didn't have when we came into office, but a vaccinator. How do you get the vaccine into someone's arm? Oh, we didn't have the vaccine when I came into office. Also, we didn't have a vaccinator. Or I'll be back. <laughs> I just imagine Arnold Schwarzenegger with a big needle going, Sarah Connor, I have vaccine. And there's like a red dot on her arm. And I mean, it's pretty easy to get the vaccine in there. You put it in somebody's arm and then they come back 21 days later. But listen to the first part about that again, because here this was probably the biggest of many lies during the CNN town hall. It's one thing that the vaccine, which we didn't have when we came into office. Hey, Joe, Joe Biden came into office, you may remember, on a dark day in January, January 20th. Nobody was there. There were except a whole bunch of military personnel and, and armed guards and and, you know, what do you what do you call it? the uh, the uh, uh, what do you call it? Not the state troopers, the uh, Florida Highway Patrol. No, close. The uh, what do you call it? the uh, when you go and you arm the reserve? I'm oh. sorry. The uh, reserve troops were there. Sixteen thousand of them. There were like a handful, a, a smattering of special guests and Garth Brooks. And that's the, those are the only people that were there. But he came to office on January 20th, and the vaccine was already well over a month old. The first vaccine was given out on December 14th. Millions of people a day were getting vaccinated on Inauguration Day. So it's weird that he would say this. It's one thing that the vaccine, which we didn't have when we came into office. Which, you know, nobody called him on. And, you know, it's, it's even weirder that he's allowed to get away with it and that nobody, nobody is going to stop him and say, I'm sorry, Mr. President, that's just not true. The vaccine was here. It's this continued it's this continued perpetuation of the Donald Trump failure that didn't happen. Donald Trump was successful in creating the vaccine. Donald Trump was successful with Operation Warp Speed. People were getting vaccinated while Donald Trump was still president in record time. A medical miracle is what they called it. But Joe Biden trying to convince the country and everyone else in his cabinet and his administration as well that they inherited, they had to start from scratch. Remember that? Kamala Harris just yesterday said the same thing, too. And uh, one of our friends on Fox News got caught on a hot mic yelling BS, BS, BS. And I'd play you the clip, but I mean, I can't because it's. It's the radio. Uh, anyway, so he just he continued to go on with that. And here's what's interesting. There was a little girl there. Her name was Layla. And she was there with her mother. And they were I guess the whole point was Joe Biden is supposed to be this grandfatherly figure that's going to or like Uncle Joe or whatever, whatever creepy old relative he wants to pretend to be. But he's out there and he's supposed to try to make everybody, especially the little girls in the audience, 
feel comfortable and feel protected. And so they brought this poor little girl out here. Her name's Layla with her mother. And she, her mother said, Layla's very scared about the coronavirus. What can you tell her? And here's what Joe Biden said. First of all, kids don't get the vaccine, get COVID very often. It's un unusual for that to happen. They don't. They, and the evidence so far is children aren't the people most likely to get COVID, number one. Number two, the, we haven't even done tests yet on children as to whether or not the certain vaccines would work or not work or what is needed. So that's so you you're, you're the safest group of people in the whole world. Number one. That was number two. Number two. This is number three. You're not likely to be able to be exposed to something and spread it to mommy or daddy. And it's not likely mommy and daddy are able to spread it to you either. So I wouldn't worry about it, baby. I promise you. And then he calls her baby, which is really, I wouldn't, that's really, I'd have to be like, excuse me, Mr. President, please don't call my, my daughter baby. Uh, but anyway, so he says to her, look, children don't typically get COVID, so you're safe. We don't even test the vaccine on kids, so you're safe. Oh, and also, don't worry about it. You're not going to spread it to mommy and daddy, so they're safe. And mommy and daddy, they're not going to spread it to you either, so you're safe. So I'm sitting there thinking about all this stuff. I'm going, well, wait a minute. If all this stuff is true, if he's telling this little girl, you're safe from COVID, you don't need a vaccine, you can't spread it to your parents, and your parents can't spread it to you, why don't you open the schools? Because the schools are closed and you only want to open them one day a week. Remember what Jen Psaki said here. She said this just six days ago. Uh, we certainly hope to build from that even at 100 days. And from there, our objective, the president's objectives is for all schools to reopen, to stay open, uh, to be open five days a week, for kids to be learning. That's what our focus is on. This is simply a goal for 100 days. Yeah, their goal for 100 days last week was to open schools one day a week, which is like opening them no days a week. <laughs> I mean, what what parents are be like, oh, gee, thanks. Instead of having to find child care now for five days of the week, I only need child care for four days a week. You might as well just keep them home that one day. Also, let's keep in mind that 100 days from Joe Biden's first day in office is April 30th, which leaves about one month of one day a week, which means they would be preparing for four days worth of school this year. But Joe Biden, he wants to tell everybody this is not true. That's that was a miscommunication. Is I said opening the majority of schools. Oh, hold on. Here it is. Here's where he says it's a miscommunication. Your administration had set a goal to open the majority of schools in your first hundred days. You're now saying that means those schools may only be open for at least one day a week. No, that's not true. That's what was reported. Uh -huh. That's not true. It was a mistake in the communication. Okay, it was reported because that's what your press secretary said. It was a mistake in the communication. I mean, there's only, look, there's you, there's your chief of staff, and your press secretary. How do you not, I mean, it's not like broken telephone. It's not like it's going through all these different agencies. You're there, your chief of staff is there, and then there's the press secretary. Um, I feel like what happened really was they said we want to open the school one day a week. Everybody freaked out. And then they decided that's not true. So here's their new 100 day plan. Is I said opening the majority of schools in K through eighth grade because they're the easiest to open, the most needed to be open in terms of the impact on children and families having to stay home. So when do you think that would be K through eight, I at least think we'll five be, days a week? I think we'll be close to that at the end of the first hundred days. We'd have a significant percentage of them being able to be opened. All right, so K through eight will be open hopefully five days a week by the end of the 100 days, which means they'll get about 20 days 
of school, but high schoolers, you're SOL. Oh, high schoolers, guess what they have in store for you? Guess what Uncle Joe's got in store for you if you're in high school? Since they probably won't be able to open the high schools by the end of this year, listen to his plan for you guys. My my guess is they're going to probably be pushing to open all for all summer. All summer school. <laughs> Not only have you had to stay at home all year and learn on Zoom, but when you get to go back to school, it's in the summer. 855-765-1045. This guy, the most popular president in history, sending kids to summer school and lying about when the vaccine actually came into uh, came into fruition. 855-765-1045. Quick break. We'll get to your phone calls. We'll get, we got a bunch of people that think they know what Mark K's secret sound is. We'll get to you guys here in just a minute. Stay tuned. More of the Mark K Show coming up. is our number and we are in the middle of a heated round of Marquez Secret Sound. Marquez Secret Sound. <laughs> I don't know. If you miss it, let me play it for you one more time. Here it is. in Middleburg. Susie, good morning. How are you? I'm doing real good today, Mark. How are you? I'm doing great, Susie. Were you calling to guess Mark K's secret sound? Um, Not really, but I could try. Yeah, take a, a get, take a crack at it. What do you think it was? A tornado. A tornado. That's a really good guess. That's a really good guess. It's not a tornado. Was there anything else you wanted to tell us today? It's Tornado. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that gets me every time. <laughs> Thanks so much for calling. We really, uh, we really appreciate it. Jennifer in Oregon. How you doing, Jennifer? How are you? Good. How are you? Great. What do you think that that Marquez show secret sound is? I'm gonna go with all the Trump supporters gathering at Mar-a-Lago uh, for President's Day. Oh, that's a great get! All the Trump supporters <laughs> gathering at Mar-a-Lago for President's Day, and there were so many of them. It made this it made this rumbling sound that just sounded like the uh, the ground was gonna open up. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's not it. But it, but you're kind of close. You're kind of close. So maybe think about it and uh, give us a call back. This is Mike in Jacksonville. Hi, Mike. How's it going? Good. How are you? Hey, great. What do you want to? What do you think that is, Mike? What's your guess? Uh, fireworks. Fireworks. Whoa, you're really close. You're really. It's close, but it's not. Grand finale. It's what? Grand finale. Grand finale of the fireworks. No, you're no. It's not any kind of fireworks. Grand finale, beginning, middle, and none of that. Uh, but a good guess. Pam in Palm Coast. What's up, Pam? How are you? Oh, good morning. Oh. I really enjoy your show, and I'm a Democrat. Oh, wow, Whatever. really? Are you sure you're a Democrat? Because if you really enjoy the show, you, you may uh, well, not be. I'm, really, I'm not sure. Oh, but God, I right. just wanted to know, are <laughs> they still going to investigate the um, the uh, election? Do you think Donald Trump would move ahead with all the investigations that Powell was working on? And I think that election was stolen, and they really need to get the facts out. Are you real? You sure you're a Democrat? You really may want to want to rethink that that uh, political affiliation. That's a great question, and we'll get that here in just a minute. Did you have a guess as to what the secret sound is? 
I thought it might have been a heartbeat. A heartbeat? Like, like uh, you know, listening, a stethoscope on a stomach. Yeah, or that's something. right. When they when they play your baby's heartbeat on the uh, the ultrasound, yes. that's a lot. That does sound, That is kind of like what it sounds like. Except there's not usually the air horns at the end, at least. Yeah. At least there wasn't at my, at my uh, pediatrician. But a great guess. And Pam, thanks so much for calling. And we'll talk a little bit about the election here in just a minute. Absolutely. Uh, Carrie is in Green Cove. Hi, Carrie. How are you? Hi, Mark. Good. How are you? Great. What's your guess, Carrie? We wanted to guess that it was a boat race. A boat race. That is interesting. It is not a boat race. It is not a boat race. But uh, but very close. Sabrina in Jacksonville. Hey, Sabrina, how are you? Hey, Mark. Hey. I love you. I love you. I love you. Oh, I love you too, Sabrina. That's so great. Look at I'm that. To you every single morning. Well, thank you so much. What do you think that secret sound is? I think it's the Blue Angels Air Show. You think it's the Blue Angels Air Show? Hmm. Yes. It's, you know what? It's a kind of show, but it's not an air show. But that was a really good guess. And even though you got it wrong, we all, I hope you still love me. I love you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Perfect. Thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, all right. We'll, t- <laughs> we'll, get to, we'll get to more of your focus. More of your, yeah, let me play it one more time real quick. And if you think you know it, give us a buzz. 855-765-1041. is our number. This is Marquesha. I'm sorry, my mic was on and I was uh, complaining about something I used to have, but I don't because uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, It's not, no, not hair before you're, you're, you know what, let's get back to, uh, let's get back to Marquesha's secret sound, shall we? Secret sound. I also just really enjoy this intro. It puts me in a puts me in a good smiley mood. Here's uh, Mark K. Secret sound once again for today. We're still looking for a big wiener. What do you think a Marquee Secret Sound is today? I think it is the old Trump Casino imploding in Atlantic City this morning. You think it was the old Trump Casino imploding in Atlantic City this morning? Yep. That is correct. Trump Plaza Casino, which has been basically a skeleton for years now, imploded. Uh, they imploded it so they could make way for a new building. And it's so funny because as soon as that happened, I saw everybody on Twitter making jokes about Donald Trump and how his casino needed to be imploded and this, that, and the other. And what they don't realize is that he hasn't owned it in years. And really, it's not his uh, fault that the casino business in, in Atlantic City is declining. It's the Atlantic City uh, mayor and the governor of New Jersey's fault. So, uh, you know, jokes on you. Anyway, Bridget, congratulations. You win yourself a Mark K show prize pack. Yay! Yay! <laughs> oh, I, gotta, I 
hang on, hang on, hang on one second. We will get that out to you uh, in the mail. Although mail times may be delayed due to inclement weather pretty much everywhere but here. Uh, 855-765-1045. All right, so here's the deal, folks. We uh, It's whatever you want Wednesday today. And now that we've rolled through all of our Joe Biden clips where he lied at the town hall meeting and we've played Marquee Secret Sound, we turn the show over to you. If you've got a question, if you've got something you want to know the answer to, we, we had a woman call in, actually, and say she was, uh, she was a Democrat, but she doesn't think that Joe Biden won. And she wanted to know what was going on with the investigations. Are they still happening? And here's the thing about the investigations. Sidney Powell and Lynn, uh, what was his name? Lynn Wood and the My Pillow guy, they're all still looking into what happened in the election cycle. You've got uh, all sorts of Republican legislatures in, in Pennsylvania and Georgia, all over the place, looking into election interference. They just canceled, uh, they uh, canceled, fired, whatever. They just fired. The people um, in Fulton County, the director of elections, was fired there as part of these investigations. So, look, things are happening. There are still court cases. The Supreme Court still has cases that it could be hearing about election interference and also some of these laws that were passed in the states where the uh, the laws weren't passed constitutionally. I mean, you there is the Constitution lays out a particular process for election laws state by state. And if it's not done by the legislature, then you may have a big problem. So the investigation are still happening. There's a lot that's going to come out. And what everybody's working on now is 2022 and making sure that elections are are stable, that elections are fair, that election security and integrity is foremost in everyone's mind for all the elections going forward. Now, the difference is because Twitter has clamped down on every conservative voice because YouTube has demonetized, including us, every conservative voice who talks about it, because um, you've got people out there in social media and regular media, TV stations, you've got large corporations, you've got the threat of lawsuits from Dominion and everywhere else. There's people everywhere who are scared to talk about it. So it's not in the news anymore. It's not on social media anymore. It's not being tweeted anymore. It's being suppressed doesn't mean that it's not still happening. And the important thing is that you lean on your public officials, your congresspeople, your local representatives, lean on your governor wherever you happen to live, not here in Florida because our governor's he's doing a bang up. He's got it down. We know our elections are safe, secure, and well-run uh, here in Florida and also in Texas and also in a couple of other states, Ohio, for example. But there are places where they definitely need some help. And it's your job as a voter, as a concerned voter, to lean on every one of your local representatives and elected officials to make sure that 2022 is no 2020. Great question, though. 855-765-1045 is our number. Dave is in Kentucky. Hi, Dave. How are you? Thanks so much for calling the Mark Hay Show. Hey, Mark. How you doing? I'm doing great, Dave. It's whatever you want Wednesday today. So uh, what do you want to talk about? I'll tell you what. I'm going to make this quick because i got to get back on this forklift. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm going to tell you, last week's Super Bowl national anthem, not only was it the second worst rendition of the national anthem, that, that title still goes to Rosie O'Donnell, but it was the most divisive national anthem I have ever heard. I've been singing that song for 40 years, and I love it when my fellow Americans sing it with me. I couldn't even keep up with that song. Who, first of all, I think it was Roseanne Barr is maybe who you're thinking yeah, of. I'm sorry, Roseanne Barr. Yeah, yeah no, that's all right. Oh, who, I don't, I'll be honest with you. Who sang the national anthem at the, at the, uh, Super Bowl? I don't even know. That would be, uh, Eric Church and, uh, 
was that uh, Jasmine Sullivan? Oh, ja- oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. God, I must have missed. I mean, you know what? I must have been putting together my charcuterie board. I totally missed it. You didn't like it at all, huh? You thought it was uh, not in poor taste. Absolutely, Cortez. Okay, all right. All right, Dave, well, listen, we appreciate you calling, man, and get back on that forklift. We can't have the forklift running around without an operator. That's that's bad news. 855-765-1045. This is Corey in Michigan. Hi, Corey. How are you? Welcome to Whatever You Want Wednesday. What's on your mind? Well, just wanted to say, like, love your show, listen, watch every day. Oh, well, I appreciate that. Thanks so much. So if you know if Nancy Pelosi is requesting an investigation on January 6th riots by an independent organization, you know that's going to be something bad. There's no reason that she's going to do that unless she's got something up her sleeve. Yeah, that's a that's a big question mark is this whole 9-11 commission, the independent um, you know investigators who are going to investigate. Look, it's it's happening already where the this 9-11 commission is designed to infiltrate the Republican Party and basically get dirt on anyone who voted for Donald Trump because I mean and you can see what they did what they tried to do rather in the second impeachment they said it wasn't just uh it wasn't just January 6th which is odd because that was the charge was that on January 6th Donald Trump got up there and incited um a big revolution uh, incited this attack on the US Capitol but it's more than that it goes deeper they're talking about how Donald Trump they he was planning this for years he was apparently Donald Trump, the you know brilliant strategist that he is, their thinking is that his plan was to win an election one time just for four years, run again, lose in spectacular fashion, and then start formulating this insurrection and get people to attack the Capitol building. That was his plan apparently all along. And now they're saying if you not only are a member of one of these organizations that infiltrated the Capitol or, or, you know, appeared at the Capitol as a protest. If you were on the grounds of the Capitol during the, the protest, if you traveled to Washington, D.C., they may come and investigate you. There are people getting flagged who were taking photos outside during the Donald Trump rally portion, during the Donald Trump speech portion, nowhere near the Capitol. And now they're going to start going back, I guarantee, to look at rallies. Were you in attendance at a rally? Have you ever been to a rally? How many rallies have you gone to? What have you been posting on your Facebook? What have you been posting on your Twitter? Do you have pictures of you in a red cap? All of these things are going to be red flags. And rest assured, Nancy Pelosi's 9-11 commission, the independent 9-11 commission, what they really should be doing is investigating why the police let people into the Capitol building in the first place. What they should be doing is investigating why the Capitol Police didn't have a stronger support force there. Because the Capitol Police for, gosh, what's it been? How did they always say? Was it like 120 years for 120 years, law enforcement has been able to keep people out of the Capitol building, people who are much angrier, much deadlier, much more hell-bent on destruction, much more heavily armed. But these folks, they kind of, you know, dressed in their dressed in their, their, their Chewbacca outfits, wearing their makeup, carrying their flags. These folks almost you know, just seem to be able to wander on in of their own accord. So that should be the real investigation, but they're going to use it as that, that'll be part of it. But they're also going to use this as a way to pry into your personal life and your voting records and, you know, everything they're going to get you. They're going to get your friends to turn against you. If you have a Democrat friend or a Democrat relative, they're going to start offering, you know, incentives for people to to rat you out. You're like, well, you know what? My cousin 
is a Trump supporter and I'm pretty sure they voted for Trump and the FBI is going to come knocking on your door and they're going to want to know, have you ever been to a rally? What kind of clothing do you wear? Did you donate to the President Trump's campaign? Are you a white supremacist? Are you a racist? Do you hate America? Were you an insurgent? Were you planning to be an insurgent? What did you think of the insurgency? They're not going to stop. She's going to use this to dig in, dig up all kinds of dirt on all kinds of people. And what we've got to do is slow it down for two years so we can get her out of office or at least out of power. 855-765-1045. Great question, though. Oh, we got a ton more of you, too. Uh, we got Meredith, Frank, Janet, Calvin, Patricia. Everybody, hang on. Quick break. More Whatever You Want Wednesday coming up next. is the number 855-765-1045 and today is something we like to do called whatever you want wednesday and we do it on wednesday we find wednesday is a good day to do uh whatever you want wednesday because you know well it just fits 855-765-1045 is our number and we go to patricia in ohio hi patricia how are you hello hello patricia oh yeah i'm here oh yay good Last week, how she dogged President Trump in the in the uh, impeachment hearing. Uh, Trish from oh Trish who called the show. Yes, yes, and she was the I one that. Wonder, I, I love to see her reaction right now. Yeah, tr- oh, we should find. We'll get audio of her. Trish last week. I, I remember that she called and she said that she was really sure. <laughs> That Joe, that uh, Donald Trump was going to get convicted, and she said, "At last, us Democrats will see justice served." Yes. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. I guess I loved it. I know. I wish we could. We should have gotten her number. I wish we. You're right. We should have called her and said, "Hey, uh, I, I hope you like your justice served cold, because <laughs> that's how it's gonna. That's how it's gonna be." Hey, uh, thanks so much for the call, though. We appreciate it. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Meredith in Jacksonville. Hi, Meredith. How are you? Hi, good morning, Mark. Thank you so much for taking the time to do what you and all the other uh, DJs on this network do. I really appreciate it. Oh, no, no it's my pleasure. Upon... Yes, thank you. I just wanted to touch upon one thing you mentioned um, right before I called. Okay. And that was how, you know, folks really need to, um, even if we're living in a in a very, uh, I think, good state like we do here in Florida, people need to get up off the couch and go out in the community and start uh, telling other people the truth. You know, we've spent so much time over the last year, me and my friends, complaining to each other on Facebook and, and whatnot about, you know, how awful things have gone. But it's time to actually get out there and start talking to people. And I recently found, like literally last week, I don't remember where I saw them. It could have been on Facebook or Telegram. I don't know. But it's a group called DefendFlorida.org. It's called and Defend Florida. Yes, and this really is just a grassroots movement, I discovered, of people getting together in their local communities to, um, you know, go out there and, you know, share the truth with people. Because I was wondering, what happened to all the people that were at the Trump boat rallies? Where Where did those people go? What happened to the people that were standing on, you know, A1A holding the flags? Where are those people now? You know, and so I think we, we need to not we need to continue doing what we were doing and not just sit around and complain about Biden. Sure. No, that Meredith, that's a great and you bring up a couple of great points because I, I like that you bring up defend Florida because you're right. Just because we happen to live in a state that seems like they've gotten their stuff together and we have a lot of really great conservative leadership in uh, in, in our Senate, in our governor's mansion, you know, uh, across the state. We've got a lot of really strong willed um, conservative America first uh, representatives in the House of Representatives as well. Doesn't mean that we couldn't lose all that 
really quickly. And when you know when you have it, you've got to work almost harder to keep it than you do to get there in the first place. So even if you live in a place like Texas or a place like I don't know Ohio or a place that's very conservative or where you're happy with your leadership right now, uh, probably not Ohio. Let's be honest. But you definitely want to make sure that you're working to keep it. And one thing that I think we all need to realize, Meredith, and something that I've learned a lot of from the past couple of months, from really January 6th on, is that just because you think you're represented by conservatives, you may not be. Take a look at all the people in Wyoming who thought Liz Cheney was out there to defend conservatism and defend capitalism and defend the president. And really, she turned around and stuck a big old Wyoming knife in his back. So, you know, you've you've got people like that you need to watch out for. So, yes, even if you're in a good, safe state, a red state, you need to be diligent and you need to make sure that you know what your um, elected officials are all about. Thanks so much for the call. We appreciate it. And by the way, I mean, look, John Rutherford here in Jacksonville had still not answered my email about the Liz Cheney vote. And that's a very important vote because every single um, every single Republican representative voted whether or not Liz Cheney should keep her position of power or whether she should be removed from power. And it was a secret ballot and only 61, 61 representatives voted to remove her from power, which means there's 145 out there who think that Liz Cheney, who voted to impeach Donald Trump, should still be a leader in the Republican congressional part uh, in the uh, congressional uh, caucus. Which to me is bizarro. So before you vote for any Republican representative in 2020, demand that they tell you how they voted on that Liz Cheney vote, because that'll tell you a lot about who they are. And uh, that reminds me, I got to write to John Rutherford again, because I'm not voting for him until he writes me back. 855-765-1045. Quick break. More. Whatever you want. Wednesday next. Hi, this call is from Mark K. It's a very serious question. I'm just wondering, do you prefer chicken? Or beef nachos. <laughs> I mean, I mean, hey, Mark. I got really, I got really uh, <laughs> breathy there. I'd, I like, you know, I like all nachos. I'm going to be honest with you. I'll probably beef would be my preference, but I'll take chicken too. You know, uh, whatever. If, as long as there's melted cheese and some kind of beans on it, absolutely. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Today is whatever you want Wednesday, so whatever you want to talk about, we will talk about. And we go back to Frank in Jacksonville. Hello, Frank. How are you? Hey, Mark. Doing great. Oh, um, good. Oh, good. What's going on? I was wondering, uh, you seem, of course, you seem to fall right center on a lot of things and be a little conservative on a lot of things. Yeah. And I was wondering if you if you were like that back in your college days, and I think you said you went to NYU. I did. And, and, and if you were, if you were back then a little right center on some things, did that ever spark any debates with professors or with, with classmates or anything like that? Well, had I gone to class more often, it might have. Uh, but I'll t- no, I'll tell you what, it was that's a that's an interesting question. I was probably one of about maybe four out of twenty five thousand conservative students at NYU, which I didn't know at the time. Uh, but when I got there, I was in for a rude awakening. No, I, I had a couple of good friends who were conservative, and there were a lot of people from, you know, from parts of New Jersey, which surprisingly were um, conservative. But, the, you know, the big problem we had back then when I was in college, and you can do the math on your own, it was 92, and it was Clinton's, it was it was Clinton versus Bush. And, and pretty much, I think, like 80% of the country despised George H.W. Bush and Bill Clinton. This was pre-Monica Lewinsky. Everybody thought he was a great guy wearing sunglasses, playing the saxophone on Arsenio Hall and young and hip and he was going to save the world. 
Um, so it was it was really a bad time to be a conservative anywhere, especially New York City. But no, I held my own uh, pretty well. And I came out there with, you know, somewhat OK grades and a lot of good memories. But I, I appreciate you. Uh, I appreciate you asking that question. Nowadays, anywhere you go to school, you're going to run in. I mean, that's the thing. I I look at what's going on in colleges and universities all around the world. I mean, here in Florida, some of the most conservative universities now are just bastions of liberalism, much like most of the higher education system. So um, I feel like I just went. I know I got a good I got a good head start on it. I the way everybody feels at college now being inundated with liberal messaging and, and far left socialist ideals, even if they're conservative, is how I felt my four years um, at NYU. But but a great, great question. Thanks so much for the call. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five. Calvin in South Carolina. How are you, Calvin? I'm doing pretty well. I'm really enjoying your show. Oh, I thanks, man. No, absolutely. I appreciate you calling uh, in. Oh, it's whatever you want Wednesday. So what do you want to talk about today, sir? Uh, basically, I'm getting confused on actually who the president is right now between Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Yeah. Because it seems to be Kamala's agenda. Kamala's now talking to the world leaders. Yeah. Uh, what is Joe? Is he nothing more than the Walmart reader to the Oval Office now? Yeah, it's really kind of, I mean, we knew that she was going to have a much larger role in what's happening. But you're right. Kamala Harris, for those that, that didn't hear this, is taking calls with world leaders um, she spoke with the uh, prime minister of Canada and she spoke with President Macron from France. And uh, we're not really sure why they're they're fielding calls from her or why she's taking them. But maybe it's a lot easier to talk to her than it is Joe. Maybe, you know, maybe um, maybe Trudeau doesn't like to be called a lion dog face pony soldier whenever, uh, you know, whenever Joe gets on the phone with him. And so, you know, he's a what was that? You, oh, that's weird. You're a lion dog-faced pony soldier. Yeah, that kind of thing. And uh, and so maybe he's passed the uh, the torch to Kamala. But look, you're going to see more and more of this. You're going to see more and more of Kamala's agenda, which is the the rat. I mean, it's not just hers. There's a whole there's a whole segment of Washington who I believe works in a committee-like fashion to dictate where the Joe Biden presidency will go. And I think more and more you're going to see Joe Biden taking vacation days. Um, he's going to be he's going to be, you know, delegating to Kamala more. And, I mean, look what happened on Monday. It, he's been in office, what, 20 days, not even. And he took a vacation to go play uh, at, at at Camp David with his grandkids. Go play, you know, uh, Luigi. No, Mario Kart. He just happened to be Luigi. And I feel like this early into your presidency, when you're still in the midst of all these crises, that's not really the best time. But Kamala stayed back to take the calls um, from all the world leaders. So I guess we're OK. But you know, definitely keep your eye on it. Definitely keep your eye on it. Keith in Connecticut. Hi, Keith. How are you? Hey, Mark. Shout out to you guys. I love your show. Oh, really in truth and truth Hey, man, like yeah. two things real quick. The sure. first one, I really hope, when I found out about you guys, I really do hope that Christopher Rudy gives you guys more time on Newsmax, man. It's awesome watching you. <laughs> oh, well, thank the, you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the second one is, man, I have to go on a rant about Mitch McConnell, dude, because I can't understand for the likes of me as to why this man doesn't understand what Trump has been tweeting last year before he lost his account, telling him, like, you must have a death wish before he, he cut off the stimulus. And then now he's going on a full on rant after doing he voted to acquit trump and then went on a rant afterwards and this guy is like full of i don't know if he's confused himself or if he's confusing the gop party as the leader 
It's really interesting, this whole Mitch McConnell thing. And, you know, there may be some jealousy professionally. Uh, Mitch McConnell's approval rating continues to plummet among conservatives, while Donald Trump's holds steady around 75, 78 percent. But Mitch McConnell, I think when Donald Trump left, saw it as his his opportunity to really jump into the spotlight, to take control. And Mitch McConnell is, you know, he's an old school politician. He's been there since the Capitol Dome was, Dome was erected. And he wants to go back that way when the majority of conservatives don't. Um, but, yeah, you'll you'll notice he's he's doing a lot of things that are that are pushing the president out of the spotlight or trying to. But in doing so, he doesn't realize much like every other conservative in the entire country. They don't realize that if you if you poo poo Donald Trump's base, it's not good news for you. It's going to result in your removal. It's going to result in a censure. It's going to result in a plummeting approval rating. It's going to result in primary candidates who aren't just long shots but have a decent opportunity and probably the backing of the most uh, successful and most um, popular presidential candidate in history, Donald Trump. Um, and he'll fly. I mean, he's got time on his hands. Donald Trump can go to Kentucky anytime he wants and hold a rally against Mitch McConnell. Donald Trump, I mean, he's got six years to do it, but Donald Trump can go anywhere and hold a rally against, uh, I don't know, Adam Kinzinger. He could invite his family members, the 11 family members who wrote that letter, and they could all have a rally together in Illinois. And Adam Kinzinger would be, I mean, no one would even remember his name. Liz Cheney, forget about it. He doesn't even need to go there. Matt Gates went there and brought a, a bigger crowd to the uh, state capitol than Liz Cheney could ever hope to bring. So we know that that any time you cross Donald Trump, it's poison politically if you're a conservative, not because Donald Trump's some god and not because Donald Trump's the puppet master, but because Donald Trump represents what the majority of people in the Republican Party represent and want and demand. And that is an America first agenda that 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 secures our borders, boosts our military and keeps our money in our pockets. Oh, yeah. We don't want China or any other socialist nation involving themselves in our politics. That's it. It's pretty simple. It's pretty simple. And that's what Donald Trump wants. And as long as he continues to promote that agenda, candidates that promote the same similar agenda will have his support and the support of his 75 million uh, voters. People who don't, well, they're going to end up like Mitch McConnell and Liz Cheney and, and Adam Kinzinger and, and, and Bill Cassidy in the restroom. They're going to be sitting around in some bar in Washington remembering the good old days uh, before Donald Trump when they actually had a modicum, a modicum of power and influence. 855-765-1045. Great question. Quick break. More of your calls. Whatever you want Wednesday continues right after this. President Biden is silent on all these people dying in this winter storm. What is he doing? Well, he was playing uh, Mario Kart with his with his granddaughter, and then he was on uh, CNN lying about not having a vaccine. It's one thing that the vaccine, which we didn't have when we came into office. I'm sorry, you came into office back in November? Maybe that's what he meant. Maybe they didn't have a vaccine when he started running for president the third time. But now they had a vaccine December 14th. You didn't actually come into office until uh, January 20th. So that's over a month if my math is correct, with a vaccine. But there he is on CNN, not getting fact-checked by Anderson Cooper. It's one thing that the vaccine, which we didn't have when we came into office. Yeah, not not at all. Uh, not at all surprised. 855-765-1045. Melanie in West Virginia. Hi, Melanie. How are you? 
I'm fine. How are you? Oh, really good. Really good. Thanks so much for asking. Uh, happy whatever you want Wednesday, Melanie. What would you like to talk about today? Well, um, I guess I just want to remind everybody that Sandy Cortez, back in November of 2018, uh, stormed Pelosi's office for a push for climate for the climate plan, and there was over 200 youth activists, but 51 protesters were arrested. So I don't know how this fits in with this whole thing with what happened on the 6th, because nobody hears about that. You mean you mean AOC, when uh, before she was in Congress, she stormed the office? Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, you're right about, look, there's been a lot of activity. You may remember, I mean, you always see pictures of these Congress people and senators trying to get into an elevator and someone dressed in some weird costume is trying to accost them or get them to say something. I mean, it's, it's still a public venue to some extent, although there are safe spots. Although now they've built this wall around it and it doesn't look like the public's ever going to be able to get onto Capitol Hill. And you may be onto something. Maybe now that they're in power, maybe they just want to push forward their agenda without negotiating because that's something that AOC said she didn't want to have to do. There's no negotiating, not at all. Maybe they don't want to hear from the people. So the best thing to do is just put a big fence around the Capitol, and that way they can pass their laws and they can pass, you know, whatever they want. They can install any kind of executive orders. They can have all these all these hearings in their subcommittees. And the uh, you know you and me and the regular Americans can't go in there and access and hear what they're having to say and press them on why they believe what they do and you know tell them hey we're not going to support you if you um. We're not going to support you if you don't do, you know, what we elected you to do. That could be it. That could be it. I mean, look, we've always said for a long time that the people in Washington, D.C. are so far from the average American. They are so out of touch with the average American. And now they have basically walled themselves in. They built a bubble around the Capitol and nobody can get in. So maybe they're, they're even more out of touch now than they ever were uh, before. Thanks so much for calling. We appreciate it. 855-765-1045 is our number. This is Andrew in Ohio. Hi, Andrew. How's it going? Thanks, Mark. It's always a privilege to talk to you. Oh, ditto. I appreciate ditto. what you're doing. Oh, I appreciate that, man. Thanks yeah, so much. Uh, I just, yeah, I just wanted to mention this USA Today article from 2015, how cold weather is 20 times as more deadly as hot weather, yet the Democrats want to make the earth colder. <laughs> and uh, how 90% of Canada's population live within 150 miles of the U.S. border. There's a reason for that, because no one wants to live around Yellowknife Canada. They, they don't want to live in those northern territories. Yeah. And there was this volcano in uh, 1815, Mount Tambora in Indonesia. It caused a year without summer. So if CNN was around in 1815, they'd be blaming that. <laughs> they, they wouldn't. They'd, be, they'd, be, they'd find a way. It always it always baffles me how yeah. they blame these frigidly cold temperatures yeah. on global warming. Um, and I think that was one of the big problems they had. That was a big argument. So you'll notice they've changed it to climate change um, because climate change yeah. now encompasses extremes on both ends of the spectrum. It's tough to sell global warming to a bunch of people in Texas who have have icicles hanging off of their ceiling fans. It's tough to sell global warming to people in Texas and Oklahoma who are without power and are freezing to death. It's tough to to sell global warming to people, you know, um, in, in in the Middle East who may be experiencing snowfall for the first time in forever. And, and you would always get the argument, well, that's all part of it. That's all part of Mother Earth basically saying you guys are destroying me. So they've changed it to climate change so that they can now 
they can now make it all encompassing. Uh, kind of like when we do you remember when Barack Obama wanted to stop calling it ISIS and he wanted to stop calling it ISIL, but everyone thought that was a, they were you know why who cares if there are terrorists we should just call them what they are um, Islamic terrorists but he didn't want to because he didn't want to offend them so he started calling them ISIL and no one knew what the hell he was talking about same thing with climate change global warming for 20 years was what it was called but then when they realized it's tough to sell the cold temperatures you got to change it to climate change and that's where we are now hey thanks so much for the call. We really appreciate it. Uh, speaking of Obama, Michael's in Norfolk, Virginia. Hi, Michael. How are you? What do you want to say on uh, today's Whatever You Want Wednesday? Morning, Mark. Hey, so I wanted to call up and uh, talk about the little fluff piece I've seen about uh, Biden getting snubbed his entire uh, career about seeing the presidential uh, residence and how uh, pretty much everyone treated him like a the creepy uncle the entire time. Yeah. And at the end of the piece, they end up finishing it off with, he wakes up every morning asking where the heck he is. <laughs> Because, yeah, because, you know what? That's 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 very sad and also very poignant. Hey, thanks so much for calling. Uh, we really appreciate it. 855-765-1045 is our number. 855-765-1045. All right, we got about we got about 20 more minutes left in whatever you want Wednesday. So if there's something you still haven't gotten through with, if you want to send us an open mic message, download our mobile app, 104.5 WOKV in your app store. Record a message, send it in. We'll play some of those here in just a minute. Or give us a buzz, 855-765-1045. Quick break. We'll be right back. Let's talk about country boy truck vestites. That's right. I said truck vestites. That's these boys down here in Middleburg. Got these big old four-wheel drives. Probably don't even know how to put it in four-wheel drive, but it's never been in the mud. I found this out when I got stuck in Middleburg, and I had at least a 100 of them pass me. A couple of them passed me twice. Truck vestites. I didn't even know that like a thing. I don't know. Like you know, have I'm a big, not going to doubt it, though. You got a big 4x4, four four and it's never seen mud. That's yeah. what a truck Vestite is. Exactly. I thought it was like one of those trucks that has the you know, the stuff hanging off of the... Uh, what stuff? The tow hook, the male what parts. What do you mean? There's like the male, the masculine organs that hang off the, to the oh, tow okay. hook. What do you call I them? I have seen those. Yeah. What do you call the things that hang? Yeah. Uh, I think they're the tow What do you call them? You tow call them tow, tow, what are they called? Tow horts. There's a name for them. They're called oh, like, like, tow, a, like a brand name. Like tow nuts or something like that. Oh. You know what I'm talking no. about? No. I mean, yeah, I can, I can visualize maybe, it. Maybe I thought that's what I've maybe seen it a pair. Was. Maybe it's like a pink truck with a pair of tow nuts or Got something. It. You're like, oh. All right. Uh, what, <laughs> get that thing in the mud quick. <laughs> I learned so much from the open mic message. Yeah, he had something to say, is, too. He really did. He yeah. was like, I don't like these people getting these big old, like these Ford <laughs> Raptors and whatever, and they never take it in the mud. They're just, just driving by me when I'm stuck in the ditch. They're just going over JTB left, and, which is totally me. I would do that if I had like a 4x4. Four yeah. four. I would buy one. I just got it cleaned. Probably, my wife would be like, why are you driving off the road? <laughs> There's a perfectly good road right there. Put, get this thing back on the road. 855-765-1045 is our number, and it is whatever you want Wednesday today. So whatever you want to talk about today, uh, that's what you can talk about. 855-765-1045. This is, let's see who's been waiting the longest. This is Angel in Missouri. Hi, Angel. How are you? I'm doing well, Mark. How are you? Really good. Thank you so much for asking. Yeah. Uh, what's going on, Angel? What do you want to say? Well, um, during the uh, wonderful circus of a show that we had for impeachment, Yeah. 2.0. Um, during that time, I believe that we've had some people change their minds. In fact, I've got some family members that have came over to our side and, and understand that all the stuff about voter fraud and all the other stuff that we've been talking about, we're not crazy. Yeah. Because they had to show some of the tapes in the full thing. So 
I was explained that possibly there's some court cases that might be decided on Friday, and it happened to be my birthday. Even though I'm very sad to hear that I may not be able to hear you every day, right. I hope I still can find you. But I was wondering if you knew anything about it, because okay. I haven't heard anything. Oh, you said this of coming Friday case. or last Friday? Yes. No, this coming Friday on the 19th, because it's my birthday, and I'm like, that'd be great. Okay. Well, first of all, happy birthday. Thank you. And I'm I'm not sure exactly what, is it a Supreme Court case, or is it? Just a federal. He, he he wasn't able to tell me. He's just like they're they're very hungry for information, and he, you know he knows it's my birthday, so he's like, yeah. I just thought it would be great. So I just thought I asked somebody that knows more than me okay, about no, this type of stuff because well, I dig. But yeah, you're probably gonna have to find somebody else because I, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> oh, but I'll tell you what, I will I will look into that because uh, we had a woman call okay. earlier and say, hey, what's going on with the election integrity uh, lawsuits and things like that? And I know that there's I mean, there's there's hundreds of lawsuits that are being filed and have been filed. And I know there's even some pending litigation in front of the Supreme Court. And and just and like I said, it's not just that these things have stopped. It's that the media stops reporting on it and they will openly threaten reporters and businesses. Dominion is one of the biggest people that uh, in fact, yes, they, they just announced that they are going to go forward with the MyPillow lawsuit. They're going to sue Mike Lindell and MyPillow. And Mike Lindell is really happy about it because now that there's a, a lawsuit, he can start asking them for documentation. He can start That's uh, right. open discovery. discovery. Yeah. So it looks like if they do sue him, I mean, it's going to be the beginning of election interference lawsuits. It's going to be uh, it's going to be the beginning of a new chapter into election integrity, not the end. If they really wanted it all to end, they'd stop suing people. So anyway, and Angel, once again, happy early birthday. Thank you so much. And, I, unfortunately, I'm getting older and getting closer to the bigger, you know, five zero. But it is what it is. Yeah, so. it, it, happen, it happens to all of us. But uh, you know, don't worry about it. Fifty is the new thirty, according to uh, well, according to anyone who's fifty. Eight five five seven six five. I've noticed only people who are fifty and above say that. Fifty is the new thirty. Eight five five seven six five one zero. And there's a bunch of thirty year olds going. Wait, what? Uh, this is. Let's see, where do we go now? This is. Oh, Patricia in Ohio. Hi, Patricia. How are you? I'm doing fine, thank you. Oh, good, good. I just want to let you know, Mark, I yeah. think you're doing a wonderful job. I listen to your program every day. Wow. And keep up the good work. Patricia, that is so sweet. Thank you so much. I appreciate you calling and telling you're us welcome. that. You're welcome. I appreciate you listening. Even Josh doesn't listen every day. So uh, that is real. We definitely we definitely appreciate you taking the time uh, because we say, look, there's a lot of stuff out there. You could, there's a lot of crap on the radio you could be listening to every single day. And we're just glad that you listen to our crap. Uh, 855-765-1045. James in South Jacksonville. Hi, James. How are you? All right, sir. Um, I, I watched that debacle last night on TV and I didn't hear anybody say anything about why Biden, number one, wasn't wearing his wedding ring. And number two, what was the wire running up his left arm that he kept putting his hand in his pocket to push it back up? Yeah, uh, I, you know what? And I, I saw one little thing about Joe Biden's wedding ring, so I Googled it. And a bunch of stories came up from like 2008, from 2020. Apparently, Joe Biden doesn't wear a wedding ring or I mean, it's, it seems like he's opted out. Of wearing his wedding ring. I've seen him in other interviews where it's on. Maybe, I don't know, it's weird. Maybe he forgot that he opted out of wearing his wedding <laughs> ring. He was married. <laughs> he's, yes, he puts it on. You never know what he's going to end up wearing. And as far, as far as the wire thing goes, we've seen wires on Joe Biden. I mean, ever since the, you know, the first debates. And there's been questions as to if people are giving him the answers, if it's a hearing aid, both. 
I mean, we, we know like the whole thing like about him keeping him alive. Yeah, we know the whole thing about him mumbling into the, you know, salute the Marines when he's walking in uh, on Election Day or on Inauguration Day, rather. So it could be anything. But I would, you know, nothing surprises me at all. Hey, thanks so much for calling, though. We appreciate it. We'll keep an eye on the wedding ring. You know, usually I, I don't usually notice whether guys are wearing their wedding, wedding ring or not. But, I mean, I'm not really looking at guys' hand. That's going to be weird if I. Oh, Josh, what happened to your wedding ring? You didn't notice? No. Oh, I just took it off for a second. A lot of people do, uh, like Jimmy Fallon, remember he almost oh. ripped his finger off because apparently, I guess he was, maybe he'd been partying a little too hard and he fell and hooked it on the counter and his, his like Don't. it literally almost ripped his finger off. The word, right? It, the word what? is degloved. Oh, is that what it's, it's called? It's a proper medical term. Oh. You deglove a something. That's it. horrible. I was told never to Google it, so yeah. I didn't. Okay, good. I, uh, hey, Hannah, do me a favor. Google degloved Did and send that to Josh. No, thank you. I had a good friend I worked with. He had a, he had, he broke his finger and it started to swell right. and they had to take the, the, um, clippers to it. They had to cut his ring off or else he would have lost his finger. Um, so he's still married though. So anyway, eight, five, so a lot of people are just scared of wearing wedding rings. I'm scared of not wearing my wedding ring. So I just leave it on. This is, uh, Jason in Arizona. Hey, Jason, how you doing? Thanks for calling the Mark K show. Hi, how you doing? Oh, great, man. What's up? What'd you want to say? Well, with this whole impeachment second down round, yeah, the Democrats put on a tape and they had the people breaking into the Capitol with a two by four. They're pounding the door, and you can hear them chanting, "No justice, no peace." Which I don't know where I heard that before. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a common one. That's a that's a favorite. Uh, that was I haven't too. heard anybody say anything about that. I've watched Newsmax. I've watched. CNN, ABC, nobody's mentioned anything so, about it. So what are you saying, that there's Democrats involved in the Capitol siege as well on January 6th? I'm thinking there's a lot of both on both sides. I think there's a lot of extremists, and then there's a lot of Democrats that were part of that. Yeah. And they're going to do this investigation now, which is probably going to turn up about the same answers as the Russian collusion. Yeah, there's. I'll be honest with you, too. This investigation, I mean, it's really simple. You don't have to worry. This this is not an insurrection that requires the kind of 9-11 committee that we had. 9-11, for those of you that I read the commission report, you know, we have some planes. I saw a United 93. We we lived through this. I understand. I was in D.C. when the plane hit the Pentagon. This is something that was planned and was uh, it was um, financed by by you know Osama bin Laden for years. I mean, they not only had operatives that lived in the United States and tried to you know uh, kind of blend in with the surroundings. They had these guys go to flight school here in Florida. Remember, they were taken. They learned how to be pilots. They didn't learn how to land the planes, but they learned how to take it off and and pilot the planes. This was a long-standing. You want to talk about a a an act of terror. You want to talk about an act of war on the United States. 9-11 was financed and planned and executed by basically professional killers. What ha happened on January 6th is nowhere near that. And the only thing that caused or allowed the Capitol to be invaded by Trump supporters, by BLM, by Antifa, by whomever, the only thing that allowed the Trump supporters and everyone else to get into the Capitol building is the breakdown of security around the Capitol and the breakdown of security around the Capitol. That is solely in Nancy Pelosi and Mitch McConnell's hands.
So they're the ones that are going to you're always going to have angry people who hate the government. You're always going to have angry people who don't like their elected leaders. Look at the guy who went up to the to the ballpark to shoot Steve Scalise and whatever other Republicans he could find. He was a Bernie Sanders supporter. You're always going to have people who get violent and angry and extreme when it comes to politics or religion or sports or anything else. The goal is not to try to vet those people out. And <laughs> I'm gonna pin that one. Yeah, that one's good. Why not? Right? Why not? Cash app, smash app. Let's pin the one that says Mark is correct. Uh, this is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. By the way, we had a guy call in, and he called in to ask if he could text the number eight five five seven six five one zero four five. And we said, well, you're on, you're on the phone now. Do you want to talk to us? He goes, no, I want to text you. Um, but then we told him he couldn't. So we said just, you know, Hannah, text us whatever he wants to say. He's emailing me. Is that the is that what's happening? All right. So it's, so it's a very personal message he's trying to relay. Maybe he's one of those people that gets nervous when making a phone call. Right. There are those people who get nervous when dialing out. Do they? And so they their their thoughts form better in uh, in word form. I get nervous when my phone rings, not when I'm dialing out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all of it. Yeah, you know, really? Right. Well, no, I think, yeah, when, when it rings, you're nervous about answering the call, right? Right, like, and especially yeah. if I can see who it is, I go, God, what is that person want? Oh, right. Jeez. Why is Josh calling me? I already talked to him for two hours today. <laughs> 855-765-1045 is our number. This is Ken in Wisconsin. Hi, Ken, how are you? Thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. Oh, hold on one second. Let me take you off speaker. Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> all right, how's it going? I'm good, man. What's up? How are you? I'm good, too, if uh, the Democrats would quit violating our rights. Well, that's, that's never going to happen. <laughs> um, I called today to talk to you about the wall being built around the Capitol building. Yeah. Uh, Joe Biden said in his own words that not one more foot of wall would be erected under his administration. <laughs> so they won't block illegals from coming into our country, but they'll block American citizens from going into their own house. That is correct. That's, exa- <laughs> that's exactly right. That's another lie. All right, that one up. Uh, with the one he told about the vaccine not being there when he got to office. That's true. That's a great point. And um, I read an article today about someone saying, look, you now have a whole generation of kids who are seeing a wall around the Capitol building. And, you know, if, if they're if they're pushing a narrative about about America not being the best place to live or capitalism failing, you know, it, it sure does help when you show a wall around your uh, your seat of government, especially in a country that's supposed to be free. And and, you know, gee, maybe this maybe this capitalism doesn't work. Look at look out there in China. The socialists don't have walls built around their uh, palaces and their their you know um, in seats of government. Well, they also have walls built around their country, and if you try to leave, they throw you in prison. So um, that is a great point, though. Hey, thanks so much for calling. I I hadn't even thought about that. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Unfortunately, we have like ten seconds left, so we got to get out of here. But we'll be back tomorrow with an all new Marcasia. We'll have some what the bleep. Stay tuned for traffic, weather, Rush Limbaugh news. It's all coming up next. WOKV, Jacksonville's News and Talk. Live team coverage starts now. It is 11.59. I'm Jeremy Ratliff. And I'm Gina Gondek. And our top national story this hour, anger over Texas's power grid failing in the face of a record winter freeze now mounting. Nearly 3 million customers in the energy capital of the U.S. woke up this morning still without power. The outages follow unusually heavy snowfall and single-digit temperatures in Texas that created a surge in demand for electricity to warm up homes. 
A Republican governor, Greg Abbott, has called for an investigation of the Electric Reliability Council of Texas. You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply.